This is the Rolling with Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode 20. Yeah, that's right. I said 20. And on today's episode is my guest, Blaze. Um, we haven't actually met in person. Uh, we, we are part of the same organization, Black Girls Do Bike NYC, but uh, we haven't met. Oh, and we're in a group chat together. <laughs> so... And we follow each other on Strava, like, <laughs> well, we haven't met in person, <laughs> but um, I wanted to interview her because she's doing some really dope things. Well, it's, what I think is dope is not only hiking, but backpacking slash back touring. We'll get into that, <laughs> but I think that's super dope. And I think that she's super dope for doing that. And I want to ask her, like, what, why did she get into it? And get some tips on how can other people get into it. So thank you for being my guest. Oh, thank you so much for for inviting me on. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like we even we haven't met, but it's so many. Like we're in a group chat together. Strava friends. Black girls do bike. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, so if I see you like on your rollerblades on Strava, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go out with Tate, go out, and, and uh, I don't actually have rollerblades, but I have like a skateboard. I'm like, maybe I could try to keep up with her on a skateboard or something. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to actually meet you in person. But... Exactly, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. All right, so um, we can get right into it. Um, did you start riding bikes as a kid and then it just transformed into your adulthood or did your bike riding start as an adult? Well, I had a bike as a little kid, like with first trading wheels and then they were taken off. And, and so like I rode around the neighborhood with my, my, with my um, friends and stuff and just like to go to school sometimes in high school. And then when I, I moved to the, to New York for um, college and I actually left my bike at a neighbor um, a, a boy who didn't have a bike, so I left my bike with him. Um, and so I didn't really have a bike at all in my um, early 20s. And then I actually was longboarding a lot. So I like to get to and from college I'd, or mm. just campus, I'd, I'd ride a longboard. Um, and then I moved up. At first, I went to the new school. So I was out in the village in a dorm. And then I moved up my sophomore year to Inwood. And so that was a very long commute via longboard <laughs> down some very steep hills. Um, and so I ended up getting a bike really shortly after college. I was still working downtown and in, in, um, in Midtown. And so a bike just seemed like a more fun way, of much faster than a skateboard and much easier to get home to because I live in Inwood. If you've ever been on the Hudson River Greenway, you know, there are two very steep hills, mm. uh, the Lighthouse Hill and then the hill above that very steep with like a hairpin turn at the top which is you know walking up is not fun and coming down you've got to walk too because it's so steep um on a skateboard so I got my first bike on or my first bike as an adult on this guy on Craigslist was refurbishing bikes from like the 50s and Mm. so I got like a single speed coaster brake bike from him and it was great. It was so much fun, but it was also about 50 pounds because it was so old. <laughs> and I live in a, a third floor walk up. So hauling it up downstairs was, you know, very unpleasant. And it didn't have gears to get up the hills. Um, mm. And so I ended, up, I ended up selling that. And I kind of went through a few different bikes. I went through a single speed cyclocross bike. It was a lot lighter and faster. 
but I still had to really work to get up the lighthouse hill and had to walk the um they call it cardiac arrest hill the, the, the really <laughs> the really steep one um up in the beat that's like uh below 181st street between like George Washington Bridge and the pedestrian overpass at 181st um so then I ended up with a road bike after that I sold that one as well uh and that was like a steel um uh, all city I think it was called the Mr. Pink road bike and was great I started doing longer rides on it but then I um, wanted to start going on, like, actually with the pandemic starting, I um, mm-hmm. was using a bike for more, like, utility cycle, like, grocery hauling and stuff mm. like that. And so I was like, I'd like a bike with some rack mounts on it. And so that's how I ended up with my current bike. The uh, It's a Crest Lightning Bolt. It's kind of like a, kind of can do everything. It runs 650B, 650B rims, so you can be, have really big tires on it. And it also has some rack mounts. And so you can do a little gravel, a little dirt riding. It's, you know. I'm not terribly fast. It goes about as fast as I can go on the road. And, you know, it's kind of a jack of all trades bike. Nice. So, wait, I just wanted to go back a little bit. Yeah. You said, (laughs) did you, did I hear you right? Did you say you commuted from Inwood on your longboard? (laughs) Yeah. Not in, like, all weather, but on, like, nice days, I, you know. A longboard's actually not that much slower than probably a single speed um, if you really push hard, but um, it had huge wheels on it. Mm. Um, so, like, you, a big, like, short board wheels, like, say, 60 millimeters. I had, like, 80 millimeter wheels on it. It has a called, like, a double drop deck, which means it's super low to the ground. So, pushing is, is really fast and efficient. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's how I got around town for the most part, you know, for, for a few years. Yeah. That's dope. That is <laughs> it was an experience. I probably create some real muscular imbalances. Like my one leg is way stronger than the other. <laughs> oh wow. Dang. I, how long was that commute? Uh it's about I know now ha- having a bike with a GPS, so before I didn't really know quite how long is my commute was about nine miles, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so flat once you get past the the uptown hills that it was it was not as hard as it sounds. Sheesh, them hills! I <laughs> I know those hills you're talking about. Yeah. I just, <laughs> those hills are take you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the upside of a skateboard too is it's so small that if you want to hop on the train, or, yeah, you know, it's not like an ordeal to bring it on the subway or anything. Right. It's not taking up too much real estate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, so then what sparked your interest in bike? Okay, so I don't know what it's called. Bike camping, bike packing. I bike think it's all, all, the, all the above. Yeah, <laughs> I think they all, it all works. Yeah, I think bike, it started as bike touring, I guess. I've heard people call it cyclo touring. And then I think once people started like touring on mountain bikes and like doing like real like maybe hiking trails or mountain bike trails with gear, they came up with like, you know, the frame bags and big handlebar bags and the kind of the stuff set kind of set up. And then people start calling it maybe bike packing to differentiate it from mm. like road touring. But now I hear people call just about anything like that's like a multi-day trip or an overnight trip, <laughs> bike packing. So, yeah. <laughs> So what got you into that? Um, well, I grew up, I, my, one of my best friends growing up, her mother worked, I grew up in, in the DC, uh, the DMV area. Um, 
And so, uh, but one of her, her mother was a, worked as a cook and like a, a kind of coordinator for a, a backpacking summer camp down in, in um, North Carolina and mm-hmm. a, a little, like it's a little kind of town or, or kind of enclave called Silo, uh, which mm-hmm. is in, right next to Burnsville, which is about like an hour from Asheville. And, and so that was like a, I was there from like the ages of 10 to 13 and then worked there as a teenager. Um, so that was like a three week camp where we'd, you know, go on, um, a two-day hike, a three-day hike, and a four-day hike, mostly, like, on the Appalachian Trail mm. and, like, Linville Gorge and stuff. Um, and then as a, as a you know, when I was, like, 16, I worked there, like, all summer. So I did a lot of hiking and backpacking with uh, that camp. And then, so years later, as an adult, once I started, I always missed camping and hiking and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Once I started riding a bike, I saw, I don't know if I saw it on YouTube, I saw somewhere, or maybe I just saw, like, some people riding by, like, um, and they had a bunch of panniers on their bikes, like, oh, where are you going? Like, we're going to Vermont, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, wow, you can do that on a bike. And I think I'd probably seen somebody with some, you know, stuff uh, strapped to their bike, but I was like, okay, that looks like a lot of fun. In a way of kind of combining, I got into cycling at that point, combining two things I really like to do. So, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Um, before we got on the, before we started, I was, you know, telling you a little bit like I, my coworker and I, right. Mm-hmm. We had this plan. This is before I even had a bike. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we're going to get bikes and <laughs> we're going to ride the greenway. So the greenway goes all the way up, I believe into, so it starts in Maine. It goes all the way to Florida. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Right? So we're like, oh, we're going to do that, right? Mm-hmm. This is, we, neither one of us have bikes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we haven't been on a bike in years. We're like, yeah. we're going to do that. It's like, all right, well, how long is this going to take? And, and then we're like, wait a minute. Maybe we should just do, like, from New York to Maine. We're like, all right, cool. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And Tasia, you practice. And, and my friend's <laughs> name is Angelo. I was like, Angelo, and you practice. And then, you know, we get our bikes and we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. He never got his bike. He still doesn't have his bike. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my road bike. Yeah. And just, like, after riding and, like, doing a few centuries, I'm sitting mm-hmm. here like, That's hell so impressive. no. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. All this gear? No, nah, I couldn't do. I, like, what's the most you've gone mileage-wise? Not super far, like all the, I've, most of my, I've only done overnight so far, and the trips have all been, the longest was maybe 50 miles, and so you, yeah, so we like just rode out, camped, and then rode back to the city the next day, yeah, so I've not done any super long, like 100 miles, I've never even ridden 100 miles, it's so impressive that you've done a bunch of centuries, so like, yeah, no, I've I've never done like a super long day in the saddle um, with gear on my bike. Gotcha, because with, without gear i'm still like well shucks when is this gonna end <laughs> when am i gonna get there <laughs> yeah i really want to do like a longer like maybe a multi-day trip or you know really get out there um for at least a few days but so far i've just been done like you know overnighters like you know leave on saturday home usually almost by lunchtime on sunday you know yeah oh. stuff like that oh that's cool yeah it's fun. so so then what type of gear do you take like what if you're going for overnight or a long weekend, what are you packing with you? 
uphill. It's mostly like a lot of the same stuff you take on a camping trip. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so like I bring a sleeping bag. Uh, obviously, I have um, like a, an inflatable sleeping pad. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, a tent. Um, so I have like a, a very small, like it's supposed to be a two-person tent, but you can only really fit one person comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, a tiny little like MSR, uh, I think is the brand stove that is. So funny when I was growing up, like the stoves were like a huge ordeal with a canister, and a, mm. this the canister actually fits into the pot, um, like the the cook pot. Um, you know, I was like lighter matches. Uh, a change of bibs for the next day um and then like stuff to sleep in so like a pair of like mm-hmm. uh wool or you know like lightweight leggings uh a long sleeve shirt a pair of shorts just to like bum around camping or for a colder long mm-hmm. pants uh i have like a lightweight like little down jacket from uniqlo like they're ultra light down it's super small that I pack up with me and then like a, a cell phone charger. I'm trying to think what else, like a first, a small first aid kit, a small mm-hmm. toolkit for the bike. Uh, lots of water. I usually bring a water filter with me in case, mm. but the cool thing about road bike touring, which is, I mean, there've been some gravel sections is you're usually close to a store near the campsite. Like all of the campsites you've done so far, there's a store within 10 miles of the campsite so you don't have to pack a ton of food with you. Mm-hmm. So like the last 10 miles of the ride are usually when you, you know, grab food at a local, you know, supermarket or deli or whatever. And that's either you either cook over the campfire or, you know, in the stove or get like a packet of instant oatmeal or whatever. Um, so you're most weighted down for that last like 10 miles. But heading out, I mean, I mean, you bring like ride food, like bars, granola, whatever mm-hmm. you like. But um, I'm trying to think what else I pack. Uh that's about it. I think a rain jacket or a poncho is always a good a good thing to have on you. Uh, yeah. Nice. So if <laughs> if I was to go right, yeah. and I'm like, all right, ten miles is a five guys. I'll be back, guys. Yeah. And I come back to the campsite with five guys. Yeah. Are people gonna look at me like, no, she's not real. She's the- <laughs> no. The last trip I went, people came back with like Papa. <laughs> Something oh, like rode cool. out like ten, like we were, last trip was at like Croden Point, which is right next to like Croden and Austin. So people were like, "I oh, want to get some like beer," and they came back with like fried chicken sandwiches and little, like um, and like I think they they went to some kind of like um, chicken place. I think you know people. Some people like bought rotisserie chicken at the grocery store and just like made sandwiches. Oh, see, um, it's yeah, it's whatever. That's that's my type of crowd right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, all right, Tasia, now you got to make your own food. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. gosh, what am I making? <laughs> Some people just bring good, like, Ari, I get, like, the dehydrated meals just pour boiling water on them. And our, and our oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So, all right, there is hope for me. There is hope for Or you me. just get, like, if, like, hot dogs and, like, find the stick and, like, sharpen the end of the stick and, like, you know, go over the fire with it. You know. Oh, a knife is always a good thing to bring, too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Do you have like lights? Yeah, yeah, I have. Well, I have a lights that are always on my bike, a tail light and a headlight, and then I also bring like a a camping headlight just so I can see around the campsite once it's dark and see in my tent and stuff once it's dark out. Yeah. 
I also like to keep a headlight in my backpack, just period, on one of my bike bags in case my headlight dies on my bike. So I have a, a, a backup light for riding. Mm-hmm. And how many people have do you normally go with? Um, the group trains, like I've done just about actually really all of my camping with 718 Cyclery, which is a shop out in Brooklyn um, run by Joe. I believe it's Nacella. Um, and he has a, obviously a, a bike, a, like a brick and mortar bike shop. And then he also mm-hmm. does uh, bike camping trips all through the summer. And mm-hmm. this year, all the way to December, like once wow. a month to various, you know, campsites, usually within riding distance of the city. Um, so mm-hmm. we've done like back before the pandemic, uh, we went to Harriman State Park. And then this summer, and uh, we've done like Croton Point, uh, Ward Pound Ridge, um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Mountain Lakes State Park. Uh, yeah. So, but his groups are usually ranged between 20 and I think the biggest group was like maybe 30 people. Wow. Yeah. Maybe the smallest was like maybe 15. Wow. That's a good turnout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of people show up. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good turnout, especially for someone that's looking to get into it and yeah. doesn't know anyone else who may be interested in it. You have this community. Yeah, where you great. can, you know, go with these people and not feel afraid because that's my thing. Like, I, I want to do some of this stuff, but I, I've never camped. Mm-hmm. So setting up a tent, doing all this stuff, I just, you know, yeah. I, I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. So for me to go out and just say, all right, I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, eh, I get a little discouraged. And then I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll just go and stay at different hotels. And yeah. Then I started looking at, I'm like adding that up. I'm like, oh, this is becoming an expensive, yeah. <laughs> expensive trip. <laughs> you know, stopping at all these hotels. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in the same boat. Like I camped as a kid, but I hadn't. Um, you know, anything like that. I didn't. I had never even used like a modern tent. Like we were, it was more of like a wilderness camping experience when I was a kid. So we had like a ground tarp and a tarp we like strung up and made a lean to with, and that was it on on backpacking trips. So I'd mm-hmm. never, I had no idea to really put a tent together. And I'd watch some YouTube videos, but I was like, can some, you know, if I I knew if I needed help putting the tent together, that someone would be there to help. Mm-hmm. And just the safety of being, you know, a woman alone, yes. like, alone or with even another woman in the woods is kind of. Uh, was felt intimidating to me so it was cool I've met a lot of really nice people and it's just super fun there's always like the the ride leader it's usually Joe and then there's a sweep to make sure no one gets left behind it's a super like relaxed pace everyone just kind of goes at their own pace and we regroup at different stops it's a you know it's really fun and really kind of and really beginner friendly too that's cool yeah um thanks for sharing that information with me um I am definitely going to check it out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, nice. hopefully you you see me out there. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but will I need to change? So, and that's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I do want to take these types of trips. Yeah. But I have a road bike. Mm-hmm. And my tires are, you know, pretty thin. Not the thinnest, but they're pretty thin. Yeah. So then when riding to these locations... Is it best that I have um, thicker tires, a gravel bike, a mountain bike? What, you know, with with the the ones you've been on mm-hmm. and the people that have gone, what what are they usually riding? It's funny. I see all kinds of bikes from people who are like 
80s mountain bikes and they've like jerry-rigged a rack onto them um to people with like full out touring bikes they've got all the islets in the world and you know and then i've seen people on like road bikes with 25c tires and they either have managed to find a rack because they do make racks that are compatible and i've just put a few a couple panniers on mm-hmm. the rack and then like strap their tent to the top of the rack like a rear rack um or i've seen people on road bikes who've used a full frame bag um to carry a lot of their gear and then like a soft bag that attaches to the seat and seat post in the back mm-hmm. and like a large handlebar bag or even a handlebar what do they call them uh like a stuff sack roll that attaches to the handlebars and then because they no longer have their water bottle cages they'll just carry like a small backpack with a hydration bladder or analogies in the in the backpack or whatever um and i think people on like full suspension mountain bikes who like have you know kind of a mix of those things like soft mm-hmm. bags and, and and racks and then i've even seen people on life one man was on like a, a serious road bike like a a um like some kind of um specialized like a tarmac or something and he just had like a small backpacking backpack and just had all the stuff in there you know um mm. and he was like oh yeah no problem i'm super comfortable um so i really i think that if you want to go you can probably do it just about any bike, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen even a guy did it on a, a folding bike. With a I was tra- about to ask that. With a I was trailer. about to ask yeah, that. Yeah, he had like one of those like burly like trailers <laughs> behind him, and just had all those gear in there. A guy came with Andre. He lives up in the Bronx. Um, uh, he came with his Great Dane in a, a children's trailer. <laughs> 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 so I guess if you can kind of, you know, I'm sure you could use like a kid's trailer, just put all your stuff you know in bags in your trailer and then do it you know any i think just about any bike will do oh yeah i was just about to ask about the folding bike because that's a thing too yeah touring on 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 folding bikes Mm -hmm. because i do have a folding bike and i was like all right so if i can't do it with my um my um road bike maybe i'll do it my my folding bike yeah yeah you probably yeah with a trailer that would be like you might carry just about anything and everything you need you probably do like a multi-day trip with a trailer too mm-hmm. you know all right i'm <laughs> writing that down okay <laughs> i can use folding bike <laughs> <laughs> what what do you prefer better um bike packing mm-hmm. or or traditional camping that's so funny. I've not like gone on a traditional camping trip in so long. I love what I don't love about bike packing, honestly. And what I don't like about cycling, period, are cars. Honestly, it's the only yeah. kind of downside to riding. Um, and so it's cool to be on like a trail somewhere walking mm-hmm. and to kind of be totally car free, not, you know, oftentimes not even the sound of traffic. Um, so that's really nice. I do like that. Um, you know, it, it, I like them both a lot, honestly. I just went on a hiking trip yesterday. I hadn't hiked in a long time besides, like, little, like, um, short hikes kind of near me. Um, and so I, I was reminded of how much I do love, you know, mm-hmm. hiking. Um, but they're both so much fun, honestly. I, I, you know, I love them both. I can agree. I can agree. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, not, a, I'm not a super hiker I've I've gone on like two hiking trips and now I'm just like you know what hiking is so dope. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> like, get out here and hike. 
uh, gotta have to buy some different type of shoes. Like yeah. I was, I was like, all right, Tanya, just calm down. Come on. You just going on two hiking trips, <laughs> but I really do enjoy it. Like yeah. the, the ones that I went on, I was like, wow, why isn't everyone doing this? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so much fun. I have like glass ankles. So I have to have like lace up hiking boots that with like mm-hmm. full ankle support, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Do you use a walking stick? No, I don't. I've never, I've never used like the the poles or those sticks or anything. Um, it was cool at the trail. I was up in like a Manitou. We hiked up to I think it's called Anthony's Nose. It has really cool views of like the Hudson and Bear Mountain and everything. Um, and there were at the like trailhead that people had left a bunch of like um, walking sticks there, which was really nice. I didn't grab one though. Um, mm. It was such a steep, kind of rocky ascent um mm-hmm. i guess that i was kind of glad i didn't because i kind of needed to use my hands at some points um yeah but yeah i um but yeah and i've never tried the walking sticks before i might give them a try at some point yeah do you like the sticks i the... i never used them i yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've only been on like two yeah. and i see people like i'll grab a stick mm-hmm. just you know, just in case I have to knock somebody in the head with it, or, you <laughs> know, defense, yeah. yeah, you know, just yeah. anything, you know. <laughs> but um, so right after my hiking trip, I went to REI and I was like, oh, looking at all this expensive stuff, and I was like, oh, wow, this is Tasia. Calm down. You're you're skating, you're yeah. cycling. <laughs> Those are expensive, and then looking at this, I was just like, oh. But um, I can see it be something I, I get into yeah and um definitely uh I think I would have a, a, a stick for t- you know to help me up or you know yeah. walk around yeah or whatever and then as well as you know just for protection yeah in case you gotta clock someone or exactly <laughs> you know you never know <laughs> a little bear or something I don't want to hit I don't, I don't hurt you hit <laughs> okay okay <see? laughs> you can tell I'm new to this but <laughs> he's like that might aggravate them a little bit but who knows <laughs> listen <laughs> whatever's gonna keep me safe um, yeah, so it'll be something I um look into, and I'll definitely be hitting you up and Wendy up because you both hike. Yeah, like just just even getting back out there yesterday it was like I'm like I'm out. I was like online earlier today. I'm like, oh, where else can you know Bear do Bear Mountain? You know, I don't drive, so I'm like, where can I get to that's close to the city, that's close to a Metro North stop or a bus stop? You mm-hmm. know, to get back out there, we've got to go out soon. Yeah. Um. Do you do you hike in the winter like? It's like, what's the the lowest you've been out hiking, degrees-wise? Mean, it's not super cold because, I like I said, I worked at a summer camp. So, I mean, the temperatures would, would drop at night, but it wasn't because it was like the Appalachian Mountains, um, Blue Ridge, I think the Smokies down in, in North Carolina. But it was not. So, because it's like higher elevation, it would get cold at night. Mm-hmm. But I've never, I mean, I, I like walk. I like go hike around in Wood Hills Park. Or like Fort Tryon, but I've not really done any. I've done some like snow. My family's from Massachusetts. I've done some like snowshoeing, some like you know stuff like that up there. But um, I've not done a ton of winter hiking. I'd like to try it though, besides like walking around in the snow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've done a little bit of that, and like 
over Christmas break or whatever um, up at my grandmother's house, but not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before we wrap up, um, any advice that you would give to someone who is interested into uh, getting into bike camping, camping in general, hiking? Yeah, I mean, just get out there. I was super nervous before I went on my first uh, bike camping trip. Um, like, you know, trying to figure out the gear, trying to figure out how, what kind of bags I needed for my bike, mm-hmm. you know. Um, did I have, like, because the very first one I did was, was to Harriman uh, State Park, which is has some very serious climbs towards the end. Um, did I, was I fit enough to do it? This is, mm-hmm. you know, I just started doing longer bike rides at, the, at that point. This was back in, like, before the pandemic in 2019. Um, and I didn't really even know what it felt like to ride a bike with, you know, yeah. 20 plus pounds of, of camping gear on it um but i just i was like all right well i've already signed up you know <laughs> might as well go <laughs> um and it was just so much fun it was hard i definitely walked some hills towards the end i definitely on the way home um on 9w i think walked probably half of um state line hill you mm-hmm. know um and i was really tired <laughs> but it was just, just you know just to you know give it a shot um, same thing with camping, you know, hiking, whatever. Just there are a lot of, whether it's seven weight cyclery, um, I think there's the Adventure uh, Cycling Club, New York ADV is another kind of, uh, I think it started as a meetup, but now they have a Slack channel where they organize group trips. Hmm. I think are super beginner friendly um, for hiking. They're kind of, I, the hiking uh, group I went with was called uh, We Out. It was run by Philippa, who's this really like brilliant uh, certified like mountaineering guide you know um, mm-hmm. and she leads trips like uh, you know I think once a month or so maybe every few weeks um, so you can just get online and find a group and people are, are super welcoming and if you need help they're there to help you know um, so yeah just kind of dive in thank you thank you thank you yeah um, there's there's information out there folks yeah. So <laughs> just get on Google. And, right. Yeah. And then, and there's groups, there's tribes of people. So you don't have to feel alone. Yeah. You know, to do a, a camping trip, bike camping trip, hiking. Yeah. There are groups yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, I'd like to thank you again for being a guest. This is episode 20. Like, Wow. Damn. Thank you so much for, for... <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being a guest on episode 20. Wow. Like I'm just so appreciative. And um thank you for sharing your story and giving some great advice. And I definitely would like you to come back on and talk about just maybe specific gear or even your longboard because I'm just, you know really intrigued (laughs) we gotta do a whole thing on that just like all right so (laughs) different types of boards okay wait one last question before we wrap up yes yeah so do you do you surf that's yeah well no i yes and no (laughs) i've actually been trying to learn how to surf recently and um 
And I thought, okay, well, I longboard. I've longboarded since I was like 15. How, you know, I got this. I, I don't have it. <laughs> it's not harder. It, it doesn't really, it's not, the skill set does not translate. Um, but I'm actually supposed to be going out. I've been, I went out like almost a month ago to um, Rockaway Beach, Beach 67th Street. I was there just to swim at towards the end of the summer. And there was a very nice lady there with a van renting surfboards out of the van. And there was this kid there who actually was trying to rent a surfboard who didn't have an ID. He didn't have an ID because he wasn't old enough. He was like 16. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, he asked me if I could like sign for him. And she was like, I don't care. I'm like, do I have to like watch him and make sure he doesn't drown? She's like, no, just when didn't she end up waving him on saying just rent the board without the ID or, um, but, and it's like, do you want to rent a board? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then I like paddled out and it was terrible and like, you know, but I'm going to head back out um, this weekend, I think. Or I mean, I think I looked at, there's like a website, it's called magicseaweed.com. You can actually see where the surf, what the good days of surf are. And like Saturday's going to be intimidating with like two to five foot waves, but Friday's going to be like two to like two to three, I think. And they say you should learn in about, you know, two foot waves. So I think I'm going to go back out on Friday and give it another shot. Good yeah. luck. You got <laughs> this. You. you got this. You got this. You got this. <laughs> you got this. I believe in you. <laughs> you see me on the news. <laughs> Local woman rescued. Trying to serve. Oh, man. That's dope. All right. So we, we'll have you back on talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um thank you again so much um and just well we will stay updated because we're in this group chat together so thank you and i i can't wait to actually meet you in person we'll go for a bike ride or a a skate or a surf or or something yeah (laughs) right right um after i learn how to swim then i'll i'll surf but Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I can't wait to meet you in person as well. Yeah. No, definitely bike riders or something then. Yeah. That sounds good. We could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you so much. Um, this has been episode 20 of the Rolling with Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay. And uh, see you on the next one.